because uh, that's part of my Sunday school lesson is about the love of God. We're looking at the book of Deuteronomy. What's your name? <laughs> Brother Dave. Uh, Pastor Brown asked Brother Dave to preach for us tonight, and I'm excited about that. I appreciate Brother Dave Tolleson and his spirit and appreciate he's a student of the words. So Brother Dave, come preach. It's already turned on. It's already turned on? Yeah. Do I have to put it on? Uh, you don't. When we would, uh, I'd help with the sound, and uh, we try to tell the preachers, you know, they'd, they'd put the mic on their tie, and then they go to preaching, and then Jack would start scrubbing it, and, and we'd always tell them, you know, it's called a lapel mic for a reason. You know, always uh, end up having problems with the sound. Am I on? Everybody can hear me? Amen. Open up your Bibles to the book of Matthew. I do want to say that I, I um, am very thankful for the opportunity. I'm very, very nervous. Anytime I'm handling God's Word, I understand that I will be affecting somebody's eternity either in a good way or a bad way. And that's kind of a, uh, something that, that uh, preachers need to keep in mind, that uh, the Word of God is not something to be uh, handled lightly. Amen. And I don't handle it lightly. I uh, think it's like a one-eyed monster looking at me. Uh, real nervous. Y'all pray for me. I, had, I thought I had the Lord's will uh, on a message. You're going to have to turn that thing down, brother. You know how it's going to get here in a minute. <laughs> hey, uh, but uh, they, uh, uh, I thought I had the Lord's will for the message tonight, and I had it all figured out, you know, and I was at ease. And, and then about a... About a I don't know, three or four days ago, uh, the Lord changed it on me, and so I had to dive back in the book, and had I was at ease, I was good with it, and had it. And, and then today, the uh, Lord switched it up on me again. And, uh, uh, but I, I, want, I want to deliver His message, amen, not my, my sermon, amen. And so tonight, I just, want to be, I just want to be an encouragement to you. And... Uh, I appreciate that song, Miss Amy. The love of God, man. We, man, we just we take that for granted, don't we? A lot of the times that that how much He really does love us. You know, somebody somebody would say that. Uh, you know, I asked uh, uh, my teen class at one point in time. I asked them. I said, I, I want to give you guys a, a, a challenge. Uh, I want you to tell me. You know that song, Amazing Grace. Now, what is so amazing about grace to you? And so that was their challenge, and they had to write, you know, a little thing on why uh, God's, uh, you know, was, His grace was amazing. And um, I, I, of course, participated, you know, uh, having to be the example. And, and mine was that, you know, amazing grace. We, we, we know what we are. We have our mirror. Amen. A amen. We have our mirror. We know what we are. We know what's in us, and we know what we're capable of. Amen. And, and to know that God would want me, you know, that God would want to save me, uh, you know, some would say that that's amazing. That's, that God would save me is not amazing to me, but that God, knowing all the times that I would run His name through the mud, all the times that I would fail Him as His child, all the times that I would... Just make a mess of everything. 
All the times that I would literally spit in his face as one of his youngins with the actions of my life and then save me anyway. <laughs> that's amazing to me. Amen. And that's what he did for you and for me. Now, in, in the, uh, in the, if I'll, I'll preach fast if y'all can listen fast. Amen. Uh, and we'll be out of here. We'll, amen. I thought I'd get y'all to smile. Amen. A little bit. Uh, but in, in uh, go ahead and turn to Matthew chapter number 26. And uh, we'll be our, our springboard verse will be verse number 28. Um, I, I'm going to give you a lot of verses. You don't have to keep flipping uh, back and forth. Uh, if you don't want to, you can write them down if you'd like to. I don't, everybody does things different. But um, uh, the thought on my heart tonight is 10 reasons, 10 reasons why the blood of Christ is precious to me. Amen. Now, you might have your own reasons tonight, but these are the ten reasons that the blood of Jesus Christ is precious to me. Amen. Now, in Genesis chapter number 3 and verse number 21, the Lord God made coats of skins and clothed them. Now, we, we understand that that is the first shedding of blood in Scripture. We understand that God had to, had to have killed those, those animals and He had placed and put those skins on Adam and Eve. Amen. And that was the first shedding of blood. And of course, we have Abraham and Isaac, how that God had led them up there and how all that had transpired and the ram was caught in the thicket. Amen. It was that, it was that blood that God was wanting. And not just blood or just a sacrifice, but it had to be innocent blood. Amen. God required innocent blood. It had to be perfect. It had to be with, without spot and without blemish. Amen. It had to be perfect in order for God to accept it. And, we, and of course, we understand if you've ever, I'm telling you, if you've ever, ever done any kind of a study throughout the Scriptures, I encourage you to do a study through the tabernacle, the Old Testament tabernacle. If you want to see the love of God and the grace of God displayed, amen, through anything else in the Bible, I don't believe there's anything that displays it as well as that tabernacle does. Amen? Now, we understand that the high priest, once a year for atonement, they would walk into that tabernacle. Man, that tabernacle was beautiful. Amen? And now, now you can say, well, Brother Dave, I, I, I've been out in the outer court. Amen? I've been out in that outer court. In the outer court, you have two pieces of furniture. You have the brazen altar, and then you have the, the labor. The brazen labor. Brass, always a type of judgment. And that was on the outside of the sanctuary. Now, once you passed... Through the first veil, you stepped into the sanctuary, amen, and, the, and the, the, the walls were lined with gold, and there was seven uh, different layers of tapestry through the roof, and, and then there was the, the veil of the temple that was spread across, the, separating the sanctuary from the Holy of Holies. On your right-hand side, you had the table of showbread. On the left-hand side, you had the golden candlesticks, and then right before the veil, you had the golden center, the uh, uh, center, the altar of incense there, and then... Then you had the veil of the temple, and once you passed through that second veil, amen, I almost passed through, amen, that step come up quick on me, these trifocals make everything, anyway, you step into that holy of holies, and I'm telling you, it, it, that's a whole different place, amen, now in the holy of holies, you had two pieces of furniture, it was the ark of the covenant and the mercy seat, the mercy seat sat on top of the Ark of the Covenant. Now, there was three things that were inside that Ark. Three things were inside that Ark. There was the, the broken tables. Amen. The broken, the broken law that was in there. 
Aaron's rod that budded, and the golden pot of manna. Amen? Now, once a year, the high priest had to go in there, and he had to bring that blood in there, and he had to sprinkle that blood on that mercy seat. Amen. Thank God. You know, when you study out that mercy seat, it literally pictures the throne of God. And the Shekinah glory of God dwelt between the cherubims right above the mercy seat. And so you know what? You know what God had to look through when He looked at the broken tables inside that ark? That blood of that lamb that was sprinkled on the mercy seat. Amen. Hallelujah unto God. I'm glad tonight that we have, a, we have a God, we have a high priest, a great high priest in the Lord Jesus Christ that brought His blood, amen, to the throne. And even though we were sinners, when He looks at me and you, if you've been saved by His grace, He has to look through that blood. Amen? Hebrews 9.22 And almost all things are by the law purged with His blood, and without the shedding of blood is no remission. Amen. In Matthew 26, 28, our springboard verse, For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Here I find my first three reasons why the blood of Christ is precious to me. I find three different reasons within this verse. Number one, for this is the blood of the New Testament. It placed me under the New Testament. Amen. I'm no longer under the law, but I am under grace. Galatians 2.21, I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness came by the law, Christ is dead in vain. The law promotes self-righteousness, but under grace, the New Testament, uh, we have a, a holy righteousness earned by our Savior and given or placed on us. Amen. Romans 4, 6 and through 8, even as David also described it, the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works. Amen. Saying, blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Amen. Not only is it a new and better covenant, it's an everlasting covenant. Hebrews 13, 20. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect. And that means mature. Amen. And number two, the second reason why the blood of Jesus Christ is precious to me is because it was shed for many. Amen. Whosoever may come unto the precious Lamb of God and to the salvation that we have, not just an elect few, but mothers and fathers and children and husbands and wives and sisters and brothers can come uh, to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I, I'm, I was reminded, I, I'm glad that, that it was shed for many. When I got saved by the grace of God, God gave me a burden for my sister. Amen. I mean, I fell under a heavy, heavy burden for her and I began to pray and I began to beg God to touch her and I would call her on the phone and I try to witness to her about how much Jesus Christ loved her and that she didn't have to live the life that she was living and she would laugh at me and she would make fun of me and say oh you're having an emotional day amen and for years and years it was four years that I had prayed for my sister that God would save her and I remember hallelujah to God I remember one night brother Sammy Allen was coming to preach for us and we had a little rock altar out behind the church and, and uh, we would go out there before the service and we would pray at that rock altar and uh, I stayed out there a little bit longer and man I got down on my knees and I had that rock and I had my 
my sister's name written on that rock and I placed it on that rock, that rock altar. I'd laid my burden there and I was, I was out there praying and I was weeping and snotting and, and begging God to save my sister. Amen. And, and I'm going to tell you what, friend. <laughs> God gave me peace that night that He was going to save my sister. I stepped into that service, man, and Brother Sammy Allen got to, got to preaching about how that God's able. And I'm telling you what, on credit, friend, I jumped up and I was running around that building praising God on credit that He was going to save my sister. I had no idea what God was going to do. Hey, man, that was on a Thursday night. Uh, that next night, my boss came to me and said, How long has it been since you've been home? I said, it's been about three years. And he said, well, how about you go ahead and get you a plane ticket? Because Shannon was fixing to go home and she was, going to, she was coming home to see her family. And, and he said, I don't care what it's going to cost. He said, you get the ticket. He said, you're going to go home with her and see your family. I said, okay. Uh, that was on a Friday. Saturday, the plane took off. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. <laughs> the plane took off and we landed there in, uh, at Metro on Saturday and I, and I didn't tell anybody that I was going to be here and that Saturday night I went over to visit with my sister and I, I didn't go over there to beat her over the head with a Bible or, or, or try to do it I was just going to see my sister hey man lo and behold I didn't know man that peace that God gave me on that rock altar he was fixing to answer some prayer hey man and so I, I walked up into her house and we began to talk and, and she began to weep and tell me how that her heart had been burdened hey man and uh, man I we kneeled right down in her living room that night and she asked Jesus Christ to save her. I'm telling you, uh, that, that blood was shed for many. Whosoever will may come, friend. I'm telling you, if you're praying tonight for a loved one, don't give up on him. Don't give up on them, God. God hears those prayers. I understand uh, that they've got a free will, but, but God can be persuasive. Amen. Amen. That blood's precious to me because whosoever will lets me know that my family, my family can get in, amen. And number three, he says, for the remission of sins, it brought forgiveness to me. Forgiveness of an account I could not pay. Forgiveness between me and the Father and continually brings forgiveness uh, between me and my Savior. Amen. <laughs> It's precious to me because it brought me forgiveness. In Revelations 1.5, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto Him that loved us and washed us from our sins in His own blood. Amen. Now when you look up that word washed in Scripture, you'll find it means three different things depending on the context in which you're looking it up in. Sometimes it can mean just to wash your feet. Sometimes it means hands, feet, and head. And then sometimes it means the whole. Amen. I'm talking about the whole body from head to toe. And in this context of this verse of Scripture, guess what it means? It means the whole, amen, from head to toe. Hallelujah unto God. His blood cleansed us from our sin. He washed me from head to toe, clean of sin. The Father is satisfied and I'm seated in heavenly places. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 6 and 7, uh, to the praise of His glory, of His grace, wherein He hath made us accepted in the Beloved, in whom we have redemption through His blood. <laughs> in 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19, for as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with... Uh, with the precious blood of Christ 
as a lamb without blemish and without spot. It was the purchasing agent used to buy me back. I no longer belong to this world, to the devil or myself, amen, but to the Prince of Peace. I belong to Him now, amen. I was bought with a price never, never to be sold again. Hebrews 9 and 12, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by His own blood He entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Amen. Romans 5, 9, much more than being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. Amen. It's precious to me because it justified me. What does that mean, Brother Dave? Well, you've heard preachers say, just as if I'd never sinned. But friend, justification goes way further than that. Justification goes way further than that. Do you realize tonight that if you've been saved by His blood, you are seated in a better place than Adam was when he was in his innocence? Do you realize that? You are in a better place spiritually being justified than being innocent. See, do <laughs> you remember the Apostle Paul talked about, O oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? I can't wait until I shed this old Adamic nature. Amen. I can't wait until I'm done disappointing Him. I can't wait until I'm done sinning and having to get right with God and crawling before His throne and having to ask God to forgive me. I hate disappointing Him. Amen. And that word justified means just as if I could have never sinned. When God looks at me, it's, it's just as if I never even had an Adamic nature. It's gone. <laughs> Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus Christ is precious to me because it justified me. Amen. Hebrews 10:19, having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. And this is number seven. It gave me access to the holiest. To talk and fellowship with my Savior, my Father. In Hebrews 4, 16, Let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Amen. It's precious to me because it gave me access into the holiest. Amen. So, Ephesians 2, 13, But now in Christ Jesus ye who were sometimes afar off, are made nigh by the blood of Jesus Christ. Brother Dave, what does that mean? Being made nigh by the blood of Jesus Christ. Hey, hey man, this goes hand in hand a little bit with number seven. It gave me access, okay? See, that word nigh right there, you know, I, in my prayer life, I don't know if you do this or not, but I visualize when I'm praying, I'm kind of like visualizing what's going on. You know, I, I have to do that and I used to visualize myself crawling up to the throne of God, you know, and there, there's all these steps that lead up to the throne of God. And, you know, I'm the, I'm the measly peasant boy at the bottom stair crying and calling out to a holy God. Amen. I don't know. When you, when you view God's holiness, and it's true, and it's true, I mean, that's how you feel. Amen. Okay? And so uh, I, I, would, I would always picture myself down there, but then I got to studying uh, that word nigh right there. And that word nigh, when you look it up, it literally means to crawl up into the lap. 
Amen. I don't have to be that little measly peasant boy down on the bottom step anymore. Amen. I can walk up each and every step up to the throne of God and I can obtain that mercy and I can find that help. Amen. In time of need. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ. When I used to be afar off, now I'm made nigh. Hallelujah unto God. That's why the blood of Jesus Christ is precious to me. Amen. Because it, it brought me nigh to Him. Amen. I am now able to come nigh. I, can't, I can tell Him all about my troubles and my needs. I can tell Him my praises and my sorrows, my happy moments and all of it while sitting in His lap, experiencing His closeness. Amen. I'm telling you, John chapter 15 revolutionized. Amen. The way I pray. Amen. Jesus told them fellers, He says, you know what? He said, I don't call you my servants anymore. He said, but I call you my friends. That the God and Creator of this universe would want to have a friendship with me literally blows my mind. Amen. Hallelujah for the blood of my precious Savior. Amen. Bringing me nigh unto Him. Colossians 1, 19-20. For it pleased the Father that in Him should all fullness dwell, and having made peace through the blood of His cross, by Him to reconcile all things unto Himself. Number nine. It brought me peace. Amen. It brought me peace in my heart and in my soul. It brought me peace that passeth all understanding. You know, even as, even as saved folk, you know there's a difference between being saved and being a Christian. There's a difference between being saved and being a Christian. Amen. There's, there's a lot of saved folk out there. And there's very few Christians. And I'm not saying, well, brother, you might say, well, brother David, so you think you're the top dog? You think you're a big Christian man up there? No, no, no. No, I'm, I'm the least of these. Amen. I'm going to tell you, but I, I, I want to do better. I, I, I want to see him smile. I don't want to live as close to wrong as I can and still be right. Amen. I, I don't want that. I, w- I want him to smile on me. I want him to be happy with me. I don't want to hurt him. Amen. I, I don't want to do that to him. I, I don't know. I, I'm hard on myself. I mean, I am, you, I am rough on my... I get in the mirror and I have talks with myself. You say, Brother Dave, that's not healthy. <laughs> it's okay. Amen. I have... I have two people living inside of me. Brother Dave, are you bipolar? I guess. I don't know if that's what you call it. But I, I, have, I have conversations. I'm rough on myself. And this is how I think. This is, I'm not throwing this out there to you. I'm telling you how rough I am on myself. But sometimes when my flesh gets a hold of my life, and I'll tell you, you want to figure out how much power your flesh has over your life, you just quit eating. You go ahead and fast for three days and see what happens. You know, Brother Dave, my flesh ain't got no control over me. Oh, and you got your humble jacket on tonight. <laughs> yeah, 
Amen. But I, I read the Word of God and, and I read about how much He loves me. And you know, when I won't read my Bible, when I won't read my Bible, because it's a choice, when I, won't, when I won't read my Bible, to me, you know what I'm doing? I'm literally ripping that page out of my Bible and I'm crumpling it up and I'm throwing it at the cross of Calvary and I'm saying, sorry, but Calvary just ain't good enough for me to read my Bible every day. You say, Brother Dave, that's pretty rough, I know. Amen. You crumple up that part of the Bible. Pray every day. Calvary, Lord, your love just ain't worth me praying every day. We would never say that with our lips. But oh, how I am guilty of living that with my life. Amen. The blood of Christ is precious to me. Amen. Because it brought me peace. It brought me peace between Him and me. Amen. Hebrews 13, 11 and 14, for the... For the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are burned without the camp. Wherefore, Jesus also, that He might sanctify the people with His own blood, suffered without the gate. Amen. Now, when you get saved by the grace of God, God puts you into a process called sanctification. Amen. You know, there's the past tense, the... the present tense and the, and the future tense of salvation. We have been saved from the guilt and penalty of sin. We are being saved from the habit and dominion of sin. And we are going to be saved in the future. Amen. It, 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 in terms of uh, total conformity to Christ. Amen. Now, the Bible said that it's through His blood that, he's go- that He might sanctify the people through His own blood. And if you're saved by the grace of God, you know how people say don't pray for patience? Oh, don't pray because it's It's coming. It don't matter if you pray for it or not. He's going he's to learn you some things. Amen? He, he's going to because He puts you into that process of sanctification where He wants you to become more like Him. Amen? And so through that blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, His blood is precious to me because it sanctified me. It, to make me holy, to purify me, to consecrate me, to venerate me. Where I was not qualified, now I am. Amen. You know, to them gave He the power, the authority to become the sons of God. Gentiles. You realize, do you realize how blessed you are sitting where you're sitting tonight? To be born in the age of grace, where Gentiles can be redeemed, justified, and sanctified? To be born in the United States of America where the gospel can be preached freely. To be a child or a member of a gospel preaching church. Man, we're blessed tonight. The blood of the Lord Jesus Christ is precious to me because it sanctified me. Amen. And it is continually, continually cleansing me from sin. First John 1 John 1.7, but if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we will have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us, cleanseth us from all sin. Amen. Every day, I got I to get a bath every day or I start stinking. Amen. My 12-year-old son is, is having to learn that the hard way from Daddy. Son, you stink. You need a shower. 
And there's times in my Christian life I think I'm doing all right. And the Holy Ghost says, Son, you stink. You need a shower. So the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ is precious to me. Ten reasons why. Number one, it placed me under the New Testament. Number two, because whosoever will may come. Number three, it brought me forgiveness. Number four, it cleansed me throughly. Number five, it redeemed me. Number six, it justified me. Number seven, it gave me access to the holiest. Number eight, it brought me nigh. Number nine, it brought me peace. And number ten, it sanctified me. Ten reasons why the blood of Jesus Christ is precious to me. Amen, preacher. That was my heart tonight. It was a blessing when the Lord gave it to me. Let's all stand. We'll have uh, we'll have an invitation hymn, and it wouldn't be a bad idea just to come thank the Lord for His blood. I mean, you think about.